And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Uh, today's feast day, the feast day of Mary, the mother of God, is um, we, we celebrate it every year, and we, we don't always have it on a Sunday. We just have it on the first of the year, um, the eighth day of the octave of, of, of Christmas. Uh, it, it doesn't appear to us as an, a controversial um, feast day, but it has been a controversial feast day over the years for many, many years. Um, because there are those who claim that we, Mary could not be the mother, mother of God, that they, she mother of Jesus, but not the mother of God. Uh, but the way our Catholic logic works is, is that Jesus is both human and divine. He's both man and God, and therefore Mary was both Mary, the mother of Jesus, and the Mary, the mother of God. Uh, ergo, there, the mother of God. Um, but in the early days, and even in the Protestant Reformation, this feast day causes a, 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 a bit of a, a, a challenge for people because uh, God, how could God have a human mother? And of course, that's the very contradiction of the incarnation, is that, and that we have to ponder it like Mary in our heart as to what is being celebrated. Because we're not celebrating the mother of Jesus, we're celebrating the mother of God. Um, what's really important is just put it into con- context is uh, when Jesus, uh, you know, in the incarnation we celebrate Christmas is the first bookend and we celebrate that God chose to become one of us in his humanity. And so we celebrate Christ's humanity in a major way in that celebration on Christmas Day. And then eight days later, the eighth day of Christmas, which is today, we celebrate uh, that Mary is the mother of God, emphasizing uh, Christ's divinity. And those, these two bookends we're called to participate in in ourselves. But, but here's what's important, is just to think about uh, Mary as a mother of God. Uh, the, Jesus, or God in Jesus, chose to take on our human condition. He, he chose to be a, a child, not to be born as an adult, which he could have easily have done, right? Because he was God after all, right? He chose the vulnerability of a child, and that's the message of Christmas, that whole vulnerability, this, this God who is willing to be vulnerable. But he also chose to be born of a woman, uh, to, to have that, that vulnerability continue, not just in the day of birth, for, but for many, many years. Um, now, bear in mind that uh, Jesus didn't start his public ministry until 30 years old. So he lived at home until he was 30. Now, you just think about all of you boys and girls, all your, your sons and daughters living at home until 30 years old. You'd be going, <clears throat> in America, we have a great tradition of 18 years old, it's time to leave. But uh, that's changing probably over necessity because of home prices here. But it's also a great gift to have our children around. Um, and most mothers love to have their ch- children around, even in the uh, older years. But the point of this is that Jesus submitted himself to Mary's household for 30 years. And then Mary followed Jesus into his public ministry. And even to the point 
the foot of the cross was there until the last moment. So all of this is great theology, and it's all solid, but what does it mean for us in our daily life? Well, here I think is some of this, that Jesus was very aware of his need for his parents, his mother and father, but today we celebrate the motherhood. Uh, he was very aware of that need and, and honored that uh, throughout his entire life, even to the last words of the cross, where he gave Mary to his his best friend, John, and John to Mary. And I'm wondering if, if we could honor the motherhood of God and Jesus by honoring our own mothers. Um, and I'm, I'm not saying we celebrate a Mother's Day, but in, in some sense, yes, uh, that we, we recognize that our own, uh, that we all, like Jesus, grew up, knew he needed the family unit. He needed people around him to, to be who he was. I, I think if we all reflect for a moment upon the role our mothers played in our lives and how important that was and is, maybe still, um, how important it is for us to then acknowledge that, that role of what motherhood does. And, I, and, and we all have our own mothers, but there are other people in our lives who act like a mother, too. Like, I know in my own life, while my mother has passed away, I still have lots of people in my life who act and care for me and love me like a mother. Uh, I suspect that is true for many of us. So I'm wondering today if we could, if we could um, honor our own, our own vulnerability, our own need for mothers in our own life, and how powerful they have been to us and how incredibly important it is for us to acknowledge that. Um, so maybe today we could uh, say, if our mother is still alive, is to tell them how much we love them and how much we appreciate them. Uh, and maybe those who, who have acted like mothers in life, we can do that and, and, tell, uh, and, and tell them how much we acknowledge their love and their support, that we depend on that. And if our, our, our mothers are, have passed on, which I suspect many of us, like myself, is that we can still talk to them and thank them in spirit. Because we do believe that our, in the communion of saints, that those mothers are still guiding us, still holding us, and still loving us. And that is the mother of God who continues to do that for the whole church. Because what God has done in Mary is to give her as a mother to us all. So today, in a practical way, can we uh, acknowledge our mothers in our life, the love that has sustained us over the many years, the love that has held us, the love that has completed us, because that love is from God. And when we return it to God, it is a certain level of completion. So today, as we celebrate the mother of God, Mary, we celebrate our own mothers, her motherhood, and the gift of love in our lives that sustains us each and every day.